1: This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network.
2: Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. S-D-O-R-C is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, san diego off-road coalition radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time because together everyone achieves more now here is your host dave stall
1: all right, folks, welcome to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM
2: 1170.
3: The
1: answer. All right, we got Ed Stoven and Broken Audrey in the house right here, and uh, we want to thank Alpha Site Logistics for all their support. Guess what's starting up, folks? Desert season. Ow! Let's go. And if you're going to do anything out there, do an event, have a party, you know, get a group together, and you need... Facilities, well, AlphaSite does it for you. They've got hand-wash stations, portable toilets, hand-wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Call them at 760-352-8383. Ask for a quote today and thank them for supporting SDORC Dirt Radio. And if you're on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash AlphaSite Logistics. Well, as I've always said, the, the show off air is always better than the show on air. And uh, <laughs> we sure had a little run around in the past <laughs> few minutes <laughs> and, and talking and about the, Oceano dunes. Yeah. And, and the problems. consensus is if you have an issue with anybody or any group, do not, you know, legislate it on social media.
4: And your, your disagreements on the comments of a social media post oh. and we're not talking face to it's really easy to be rude oh, it is. and to be oh, mean yeah. and to call out people in a comment but if you're sitting face to face or you're talking on the phone you know somehow people are more civil
1: right and you can still you know you know if you're sitting in a group at a restaurant or at someone's house you know and, and that's what we need to learn to do is work through our differences yeah, And social media is not, I repeat, is not the platform. And that's oh my all God. Thank I'm you, going to and say. And there's people
4: with something. access to Grind. And it's, um, and, and you know what? There, there's something extremely valuable to us is access to Oceano Dunes. Of course. It's on the chopping block right now. And people have really strong opinions and feelings about it. And so what would normally in some other conversation be a just a moderate thing right. it becomes really uh aggravated
1: and and this doesn't help either side when you're bickering no, amongst yourself no, well the people that don't like you or what you're doing they're thrilled it
4: helps yep. the other side well exactly
2: the, the people the that people don't, that want, don't you want you to.
1: Want us exactly. that's what i'm saying it all you're doing is feeding doesn't the fire help our side, right exactly so. so keep it to yourself have a private meeting you're not going to get a contract to go to TV and Hollywood. So just work it out and remember the cause. It's right. always the cause. It's cause not we, you.
3: We need social media to be able to reach to, the, to do the positive, right? To get the word out right. there, to, to get the, make people aware of the situation that's going on right. and, and get those so that they know. But at the same time, when you have the, he
1: said, she inner, said,
3: right. It's, it, it's, sad it, it breaks my heart you know well
1: see that's what's nice about ed and i
3: yeah you know
1: there was a time we didn't have social media
3: yeah
1: and if we had a diff- different of opinion talk about it we'd go sit down and talk about it yeah we may go to blows who knows it's, right but, but it's between ed and i right the world doesn't need to know right and i gotta tell you that's like when social media says oh i woke up this morning and i got a migraine who in the hell gives a eat if yeah. you had a migraine, I'm sorry, you got a migraine. Right. But do I care? Right. I don't need to know that. So, no. And I don't know what it is why why social media has become, I mean, I've got a, a friend of mine, good God, if her dog gets a hangnail, man, it's on <laughs> Facebook with eight, eight oh. by nine photographs with paragraphs on the back of each picture. <laughs> and what about the meals?
4: Oh, oh, I had my. a bowl of oatmeal this yeah, morning. Right Look now. at the...
1: Yeah. Look at the brown sugar. Yeah, look. Ooh, look. Ooh, <laughs> look what I got. Ooh. It's It's a lot. Well, hey, mush. unless you're
4: sharing, it's get off the social media. So, so I so us get out of there. We got all kind of you know, off-road stuff to talk about. Yeah, so okay. I went racing yesterday. Did you? What, I went did to you Glen Helen. I didn't win. I was I I struggled yesterday. And I I've had days when I was really good and you know, I, I've older. cleaned up and That's and, what the deal is. You know Dave, I am getting old, but let me tell age. you, there's a lot of other old guys out there. No, there's a bunch of guys in their 60s racing well, motocross. Yeah, what a crazy world this you. is! Yeah. There were guys old. I'm 61,
1: and there okay, was- so how much, how much, how much do you work out? How much do you go to the gym? How much? Never.
4: Do you- well, dude, I ride my bicycle. I'm not complaining. My body no, was but, fine, but if you my, I'm to having win, bike
1: issues. You have gotta, you know, yeah. start eating keto, and you gotta start getting on the gym, Why? and you're not going to do that. Well. You my, think my,
4: about it. My problem yesterday was more bike-related than body.
1: Oh. I didn't really get tired in my races. Did you love that? He's blaming it on the bike. <laughs> it's got a motor, two wheels, and a seat, oh, and he's Dave. blaming it on the bike.
4: You well, he sent us the video of the that. one
3: electric bike that was being charged yeah, by that the was, generator. I, that well, was that funny. was
4: just a fun thing because Dave has a special issue with mm-hmm. the state mandating electric vehicles and then not providing some w- place one, to charge it the, up. Th- yeah. the, the, the capacity and the ability to charge. And so nationally, 60% of our electricity comes from burning uh, fossil, fossil fuels, right? So, and then when you combine that with, with the losses, when you go from, you have some fuel, right? You could have drove a car with it, but no, we're going to burn it, make electricity. And then you lose some there. You lose some of the energy in the transmission. You lose some of the energy going from the, the plug through the charger mm-hmm. into the vehicle. And then you lose more from the battery going, so you lose a lot along the way, but yet we're still saying it's it's clean and, well, and green. And we haven't
1: even talked about if there's a, a problem with that battery, and it has a short, and uh, catches fire. Well,
3: oh, geez. That, uh, I mean, and you so, can't put it out with water. So Well, what you
1: I, can put <laughs> it out with
4: water, but it's thousands so, and
1: thousands of gallons. So
4: what we're talking about, I was at the motorcycle race yesterday, and a guy parked next to me, had an electric KTM free ride, and he had a gas generator sitting next to it running and it was driving me nuts cuz it was running for hours. Yeah. It ran for hours and I'm sitting there trying to relax between my race and So I go over and I film it for 15 seconds. I film there's a generator hammering oh, yeah, and there is the free ride motorcycle, the clean motorcycle getting charged, right? And so this is the the new green <coughs> era except there is this loud uh dirty generator running next to it so i took a film of it i sent it
1: to dave and audrey just so you could see (laughs) should have facebooked it Yeah. oh yeah okay you're welcome to so let me ask you this (laughs) did you ask him can i take the bike out just for a spin no how many times have we
4: been Did you pay
3: attention to the him riding it how did it do did it perform no i didn't
4: see him on the track Uh, if he even went i don't know
1: well, but, I would assume that they. Would. But you know, people
4: are kind of funny at the races. You they know, have a
1: class for that. They, I don't think they would allow you. I, I to don't even you.
4: know if he raced with us. But, oh, he was just there to annoy. But people are kind of funny, <laughs> yeah. When when you're at a race and your bike is set up in tune. like Dave, like the way we adjust our motorcycles, it's very, very intricate well of course no i understand and, and the chance you don't want to let a guy right. some other guy ride it and he like he slides over and falls and now your is yeah, bent well this whatever. is an electric you bike
1: off. you know just, i tell him i'm not going to go race it i just want to go drive around the pits mm-hmm. and you know get some accelerate and,
4: and i'm not
1: anti-electric no no, vehicle, no no
4: no especially motorcycle you know they don't get hot yeah. you don't have to start the engine nope no All right. there's a lot of a lot of positives to it there's a lot there's not no heavy, moving parts
1: not as heavy
4: well depending on how they make it but the, the weight is pretty good yeah so, because so the
1: batteries are maximum 40 pounds and they, they can put it in the right spot to yeah get the to where it'll balance mass. the bike either in the up tube or in the bottom or wherever yeah no so i'm not opposed But i to them, agree but, with you in the generator you know that's dude. just crazy yeah. and,
4: and back when they were working on the red sticker program i mentioned that to the carb people like oh i was At a race, and there's a generator sitting next to the electric bike. So how is that supposed to be? But you know how
1: you offset that? And it's not difficult. They're not expensive. You buy two or three backup batteries. You don't Mm -hmm. annoy with a generator. You just switch batteries. Yeah, you just switch batteries. It takes all it. Unplug, stick it in, unplug, lock it, and you're gone. The other one. Yeah, you can. So pick- that is a, well. Hopefully, they're a viable not like solution.
3: car batteries. <laughs> no, going to no, be they're Super expensive. E- they're only going to be a couple hundred bucks yeah. as opposed and
1: to. No, you no, look be, Have be you looked at the new lithium battery. batteries for Harley Davidsons? Over uh-huh. three hundred dollars.
3: Wow.
1: Uh, the the dirt bike the small
4: dirt bike battery is about one hundred and thirty, and I mean small.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I know. Yeah. And, and they're so lightweight. But they're can, light. It's yeah. like,
4: how is this thing even can
1: hold that much electricity? Yeah, it's a lithium ion. But you can have a barbecue so with it. So, I was at the races yesterday, uh, and well, it was fun. Oh, is it already right?
4: time? Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, right. we'll be we're right back. We're busy fixing the world. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM
3: 1170.
1: The Answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. This segment brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. Anything from a golf cart tire to a samurai tire. Wayne can do it all. And guess what? He's decided to you know, up his ante. He'll do oil changes, tune ups, alignment, suspension work. You know, he's around that stuff all day long. He might as well give you a one stop shop. Wayne Miller Tire, call him 596 six one nine five nine six twenty eight hundred and thank them for supporting S T O R C dot com when you go in. That work. What
3: org sdorc dot org.
1: Oh, that's right, sdorc dot org. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. they've donated a thousand dollars towards a set of tires of your choice for the lost lizard. No way. Yes.
1: I need tires for my. That truck. is pretty
4: rad. Yeah. I need tires for my pre- truck. All right. Well, come down and 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 get some raffle tickets. Put them in the right bucket because with our raffle, no, no, no. we have that's a bucket. How I
1: win for each. That's <laughs> <You haven't laughs> how my every, rules.
4: We have a bucket for each prize. So you put the ticket in the bucket for the prize you want to win right because i was i'm a motorcycle guy and i was at one of these raffles i won some jeep parts i'm like what do i do with these i don't want i gave them to rick moore so now he gives me his motorcycle stuff i give him my jeep stuff
1: i like the individual bucket idea i think that's 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 huge so if
4: you want the tires you put your raffle tickets in the tire bucket yeah
1: my wife won a uh a revolver
0: because
1: i gave her like Hand bucket load of tickets, and she just stood there, and she won. What, what caliber? It's a little twenty-five. It's called a barkeep. Nice. It's a good concealed carry. It's a it's revolver. Boot. Yeah, are in your concealed carry? <laughs> and your and your. Hey, I need one of those copies too. Nice. Just so you will know.
3: So, it is the start of desert season. Today, officially, October 15th, is the start of the season. Yesterday? Um, uh-huh. Yesterday. Well, yes, because Saturday. So, <laughs> and yesterday. we had an event on KUSI. We had, um, we had an event K-U-S-S-I on KUSI S-I. this yesterday morning. Um, Carrie Lopez... For her daughter, um, as we've been talking throughout the the you know off season and season, um, safety trail etiquette is key. Being out there, being aware, um, you know, my my dad taught me head on a swivel. You have to be uh, aware of all of your surroundings, paying attention to everything because you know you're in the wild west. Well, when and Carrie
1: said exactly the same thing. She grew up in the desert, and yes. her dad. To the same thing your dad did yeah but she brought up a good point this is for the megan megan's legacy number one or number four first annual memorial ride for off-road safety and awareness which is next weekend at akatia wells yes if you want to you know go out and ride to the memorial spot but the point is and i'm sure you've said it ed has said it there are so many people out there after covid yeah i mean it's mind-boggling I mean it's almost it's a crowded place. It's like and, going on the four oh five. Yes. And, and you know it's the desert's a dusty place.
3: People yeah.
4: they lift up dust and what people like her group people should do is is they should spread out so that you can see. Right. right. You don't just drive in the dust and everybody have a discussion before the ride saying, right. We're gonna spread out, right? We're gonna stay in clean air. Nobody likes to breathe the dust or get it in their hair. And you want to be able to see for safety. So we spread out. And when we turn on a trail, we make sure the person behind me sees me turn. So you sit there and wait until that person. So there's some standard etiquette you
1: follow. And then it's a lot safer. Yeah, but those are people that have been riding for For years years. and years and years. If I go out and I buy a (laughs) side-by-side last Thursday, Mm -hmm. and I'm going out on Thanksgiving, because I heard that's the best time to go and I'm just going to hammer down oh. and I don't think I'll wear a helmet because it's going to be hot out You're there. You're so good with sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's because this Dumb Dumb really? did that. I went out there and you know right there by the store? Yeah. You know where the fire, the railroad tracks are? Yep. You know where that one tree is?
3: <laughs> you hit the only no, tree. No, no, right- no. I parked <laughs> under it oh.
1: because I figured, oh, well, I need to be in the shade. Next yeah. thing I okay. know, yes mr ranger you can't park next to the railroad tracks well Uh, why not there's a tree get get out it was the worst experience i ever had but but again uh, i didn't know i didn't have a class to take i didn't have a book to read i i bought three wheelers a 185 and a 185s oh the good old days here's how you started have fun got lost at least i was smart enough to know to carry water and beer More beer than water, so I mean, but I didn't know anything about anything.
3: More water than beer.
1: I know, but I like more beer than water. Dave, you know that beer has food value, but food has no beer value. (laughs) I know that's it. I like to make this guy (laughs) roll. So, this this event is to commemorate the loss of her daughter, which is just so tragic. I can't even begin to tell you. She had a hard time getting it out on KUSI, but I understood. Uh, yeah. So she is having an event. Uh, she's invited a lot of people, but unfortunately, there's a lot of events coming up because the desert just opened. So people yes. are doing fundraisers, Lost Lizard Run, and God yes. only knows how many others. Yeah. So, But if you have an opportunity and you have a side-by-side or a motorcycle and you would like to go out, all you need to do is buy the Akatia Airport, I think is where she said that they're going to start.
3: Yeah. Yeah, um, next to the airport, they're, um, they have a uh, the event center, I believe, is where right, it's Right, exactly. And they're going to go from the event center over to Megan's where, Memorial, right, um, which accident. I believe is off of San Felipe Wash and... Um, and you said gas domes. I, I, believe, I know it's off of San Felipe. I remember towards, hearing gas dome. Um,
4: well, gas all you got to do is
1: if you go to yeah. MegansLegacyRide.com, yeah, I'm sure you'll find out more information.
3: It's on Facebook. Um, I'll see if I can find the flyer yeah. and share it as well. Yeah. Right.
1: And and and, and, the, and here's this kind of just shocked me in a way. So yeah. I says, okay, so you're taking donations. She says, no. She's, I don't want any money.
3: It's not about that. I
1: I know, but I mean, I'm just saying most people that do this, she goes, no, it's about saving lives. I said, well, you know what Megan's telling you to do? Yeah. She says, I says, Megan's telling you to get your butt to Sacramento and get a class through DMV or get a driver's license or do something like that. You need to be the spearhead because you're in the right uh, uh, train of thought right now. Yeah. And I says, and if you don't know check you'll know, get with brian jones you know pitch you'll know, write out what you're talking about yep. have brian jones help you he's a motorcyclist and an off-roader as well and i says you could you could have something done in your daughter's name mm-hmm. that will save way more lives than yeah. just talking on radio and going to kusi
3: right yeah raising the awareness Don't you Um, think we should have a class? Don't you think we should have a class? I do. I 100% agree and think that there should be a class available. Um, My understanding is state parks with the OHV Safety Summit that we attended, um, they had some classes available. Um, Hungry Valley does it every other weekend. A couple of others did it. I was not aware of that. Um, When I attended the Safety Summit, I found out a lot. Um, there's also a couple of other nonprofits that also go to the state parks and put on um, uh, training events. And so um, this season, state parks at Each SVRA is going to hold special training classes. Um, So I'm not sure how often Ocotillo-Wells is going to do it. I know Hungry Valley is doing it every other weekend. So that's twice a month. There's opportunities. See, I want
1: mandatory. See, that's what I want too. I want a sticker sticker (laughs) on your driver's license. It doesn't have to be a a new driver's license. Just a red dot or a blue dot or whatever. So that when you get pulled over being stupid... Yep, and the ranger looks at it and says, "Well, you never took the course."
3: Yeah, yeah, and guess I would what? love that Your to be an additional fine. And yeah, I would love for that to be something that was actually mandatory. I'm
4: kind of wincing, but I think you're right, Dave. That yeah. we we need some kind of, talking- of mandatory training. Yeah. And if you and if you don't have the training and you get caught. It's going to cost you something. It's like a fishing license. I don't know what it's going to
1: cost. There's There's no training with a fishing license. What's it cost if you get caught fishing or poaching, I guess you would call it? (laughs)
3: Oh, it's a lot. So
1: there you go. So, how many people really poach? Not too many.
3: No, I think it's a minimum of $750 fine for being trespassing on the property. Then, if you're caught with any of the actual.
1: Um, oh, endangered in, species, or, yeah. or, 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 no, or no, 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 even just a fish. Yeah even, yeah, even
3: just a fish when you're out there poaching in right. off season or anything. Like so that. I mean,
1: so there's my mindset, and we're all in agreement. We're all yeah. going, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah. But it's going to take it, it takes an army yep. to get this through. Mm-hmm. There's nothing negative about it that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. And if you want to charge twenty bucks to take the course, that money could go into a fund. You know. T- uh, hopefully, I, I no, nobody in the government can touch, so we can use it for improvements, signage, you well, know, whatever the case. A
4: lot be. of people feel that these kind of programs should be self-funded. Yeah. So you're and, gonna you're and, gonna go get training. Okay. Like, there's a what? guy who's doing the training that needs to get paid. Right. And so whether should go
1: to Yamaha, Honda, Kawasaki, so Whether the, the
4: users of the class are paying, or whether the manufacturers pay, or when we buy our, our offered registration, right. that should go into the program and then come back cover it but it should be somehow it should be
1: user funded yeah because yeah you know we all know you can't go to sacramento and tell them hey this is what we want to do that's 30 years out yeah you know so let's so i think you're right because we have motorcycle classes here in town yeah and i and it's mandated that you take the course yep and if you take the course then you automatically get your license right then and there you don't have to go to dmv
4: and that's for the street motorcycle riding that's not riding a dirt bike we don't have any and i
1: i get Requirements. You know, I mean, it's, hard to, it's hard to put a track in. It's all dirt or sand or washes or what have you. But it's not it's not I, impossible. I,
3: I don't think it's that hard. I don't either. I, I don't think it's that hard. Look at Stadium Super Trucks. Look at hey. Monster Trucks. Look at all the other ones that go around and build courses in, in each what? of the things. And I, I think it's pretty simple to set up a course somewhere, especially if it's going to be a permanent course that would be there for, for you to go and get your – off-roader's license, which you say drive in, uh, attached to your driver's license. I think it should be like a boater's card, a hunter's card, a fishing card. Okay, yeah. I think it should be its own off-roader's license that you go and go get. I think that so you, it should be... Card so it's, it's your own card. You're required to have it on you, yeah. um, which my husband disagrees with that because then it's not shown like a registration. He thinks that it needs to be a sticker on your helmet or um, like on the back of your helmet, so that they don't have a reason to pull you okay, over, so, so it can be too. easily identified. I like, identified I like, I like and, where your husband's coming. Yeah, so and I just
1: had a brain child. You know how I always have brain farts here in the studio. What I know, AM the... motorcycle training.
3: What like AM? AMA from no
1: AM motorcycle training or off road training. What's what, the AM? What do you mean? It's not like you have a job anymore.
3: Oh, for me. <laughs> A.M. Oh,
1: Audrey Mason.
4: A.M. <laughs> <A>. off-road <laughs>
3: training. That's hilarious. You caught
4: us off guard um, there. But so,
3: just saying. I actually spoke with a gentleman at SandSport Super Show who's very interested in doing a Glamis school, um, an off-road school. Hey, and have God it, a doesn't permanent... do
1: things for the hap- haphazardness of it. I can see it now. A.M. off-road <laughs> training. Yeah. You could be world famous.
3: Possibly. You, could you
1: not put a curriculum together?
3: Oh, I could easily put a clerk Yeah, I could totally put okay. together. If
1: you I'll don't work take I'll you on that. <laughs> hey, if you don't take it, it's going to be your fault.
3: <sighs> OMG! I just
4: pulled out my the driver's you license. you challenge me to to see if there's room <laughs> on the back to put some of this stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's yeah. plenty of room yeah. on the we, back we, of it. Could but. Get but I,
4: like,
1: I like the sticker on the helmet or on your on your or on, on both on well, the bike. Probably, yeah, either way. And, but it's not like you've got anything else to do now, anyway. But I, my right.
4: problem is, I got more than one helmet that I wear no, off road. I put it on the
1: vehicle. Yeah,
4: I got like four helmets I would use.
1: And if you had more than one vehicle, I mean, how much is a sticker?
4: And I got different motorcycles.
1: And you just tell them, okay, AM putting, putting it spread. on your.
4: If it's on your driver's license, then it it's covers.
1: Yeah, well, that's why your I was multiple saying, motorcycles, like dot your dot multiple helmets.
3: Dot. Yeah, we need so to I, take a break.
1: Yeah, we do. Kind of like oh, we're running. We have running to start along. planning the AM off road. Uh, uh, school. Safety school. Safety school. Oh, I like that. let see. A M O S S. Oops. It's almost getting nasty. All right, let's take a quick break. You are listening to Hey, don't laugh in there. You're listening to S D O R C Dirt Radio FM ninety six one A eleven seventy.
4: The answer. answer.
1: Hi, folks. Welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by AM Off-Road Safety School. No, well, <laughs> well, it's not quite there yet, folks, but we're working on it. We only got two more segments, and we'll have this thing dialed in. Hey, PRMI Mortgage. I know mortgage rates suck, and everybody can't buy a house, but you know what? If anybody can walk you through that maze, it's Chris Wiley, and he's such a supporter of off-road, but he's also an expert when it comes to mortgage banking. He's been doing this for quite a few years. So if you're looking at a reverse mortgage, if you're looking at a first-time buy, if you uh, you know are in the military and you need help there as well, call him at 619-722-1303, 619-722-1303. Tell me, you heard it right here on SDORC Dirt Radio. Also, San Diego Off-Road Magazine, instead of Knucklehead sending me an email so I can update her commercials, she sent it to Ed. SNS <laughs> Off-Road Magazine has been serving the off-road community
4: in and around San Diego County for 40 years. The only off-road magazine where the readers are the stars. Available in digital format at www.ssoffroadmag. O R M G A G dot com, and also in print on Amazon. Visit S S O R M A G dot com and download your free copy today.
1: Cool. Except you got to get on Amazon, and I will not get Amazon. Well, a if you card. want
4: to, pr- I get a couple printed because I have a column in there. So sometimes yeah. I like to have right. the whole thing sitting I'm just on saying, the, I'm the coffee table. I'm not giving cable.
1: Amazon. My credit card. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. yeah, you'll they'll have it forever. My huh? wife is prime. Well she I says, Well you can just be prime. It's fine with me. Yeah. Um all right. So legislatively speaking. Okay, so in, in the land use world,
4: last week we talked a little bit about Moab and their general plan that they're they're making a, a travel management plan for the area. And it's called the Labyrinth Rims uh, slash Gemini Bridges Draft Travel Management Plan. So the draft part means that they've come up with some alternatives, that it's not the actual plan yet. They've said, well, we've looked at the area. We've identified over 1,000 routes, and we have four alternatives, and they have different amounts of routes in the alternatives. And so they're asking the public to comment on these routes and these alternatives. And the deadline was supposed to end last week, And they got so many comments that they extended it for two more weeks. So now it's going to, I think, the The 21st. 21st? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so this coming Friday. And I called the office and I I talked to the woman who's in charge of the project. And she said, we had 6,000 comments. So imagine that. And I asked her, how many of the comments were environmental versus off-roader? And she wouldn't tell me. (laughs) I'm just like, like, just sort of a generalization. I'm curious. Um, do will yeah. they work for us? Well, not only are we well, getting it from
3: know. Blue Ribbon Coalition, which is a national off-road um, uh, organization. organization that fights to keep trails open for us, mm-hmm. but I also got an email from the Sierra Club for it. So Ooh, I know really? it's got so to be a 50-50 for comments because if Sierra Club is promoting they're ask- it, they're asking for comments on it as well. So that's scary to me because Moab is... A destination. There's nowhere else like it in the entire no. world. There's um, large areas you know, of and- this
4: hard, like grippy granite, available, and you're allowed to drive over it. It's just amazing. So get this. I was talking to Jim McGarvey last week. He was at Moab with his yeah, friends on at a trip. Trail Hero. And so I said, "Hey Jim, can you open up this plan? Look at some of these routes, and you see the ones in red on this plan. They're the ones that they want to maybe cut, right? So." In the draft, I said there's different alternatives. So in this alternative, they want to cut these routes. Could you go look at a couple of them and just say, hey, these have really strong recreation value and help make comments on that? So I think he did that. Yes. That was kind of fun.
3: Yeah, I know. I know they did from a couple of conversations (laughs) I've had with Mr. McGarvey.
4: And and Jim was the president of SDRC for six years when I first came on the board, whenever that was 20-odd years ago. Um He's still helping us, even though they moved to Payson, Arizona. He manages our website and our mass email, and he helps with other digital things. And just what a wonderful guy! In fact, he just gave us um, how many pre-entries we had for the Lost Lizard Fun Run. Do you remember the numbers, Audrey? Yeah, we got two
3: hundred and sixty pre-entries. Poker hands sold for our Lost Lizard. It is the most pre-registration pre-entries that SDRC has ever sold but for like
1: more than than because of the website so
3: um yeah on our website and it's, social media it's social media <laughs> it's the power of social media posts but
1: see now that's yeah. a good thing about social <laughs> that's media. that's the good
3: side it's is we can do, yeah. media, do the good side of social media good side and
4: quit and, complaining everybody we also sold some t-shirts right
3: yeah yeah we a yeah, hundred mm-hmm. and
4: 209 t-shirts
3: 209 t-shirts pre sold for for the so, event. so we got piece. to get that order. Yeah, in. yeah. We got
4: to get the t-shirt yeah, order. Get the, should
1: get the order. Well, she's not doing anything now. <sighs> uh,
3: yeah,
4: I, I think Diana's doing the. Is it Diana? Yeah, yeah. I've done
3: very good at delegating. I've been on some really strong medication. <laughs> I've made it very clear that I am. Well, that usually I'm makes for better not decisions. Lo- <laughs> Yes and no. I have no filter. I have not been um, today. Is my first day not on medication? I've got my MRI tomorrow, so they wanted me to to be easy for my MRI. Not filtered, Um, but yeah, it's been As
1: as if you could tell. (laughs)
3: One <laughs> filter. There's I do no lose filter. a lot of friends
1: that way, but I'm telling you.
3: Me too. Me too. But but
1: you know honestly. what? I don't. I didn't want to like you anyway. Then, but you
3: yeah, never
4: exactly. say those
1: seven words. So what else? No. I, is- but I can be. Oh, I. Mean, <laughs> and it's so funny because you don't even know you're being unfiltered. Yeah. Until somebody gives you that look, like. Like, you heard just heard said feelings. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're yeah. ugly. I mean, so, hello. I mean, we're just. Have you looking in the mirror? Yeah,
3: yeah. Unfortunately, I do get that all a lot as well. Very hey, but it makes us a better person. Straightforward. No,
1: you're
4: beautiful. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: That's why I say I love. Some people love me. Some people love to hate me. Well, yeah. It's all good.
4: That's Inside all Inside and outside.
3: Yeah. Exactly. So. Um.
4: Okay. So over at Moab, the comment period is still open. If you know Moab, and you care, and you want to help, please open up the plan. And uh, dig into it and write some comments. Is that an email? I mean, if you like... need yeah. help, like getting to it, uh, email me at info at sdorc.org.
1: I will steer you straight into it. Okay, well, if you have Medium. documentation, if you send it to me, yeah. they may already be involved, but I, just in case, I'll send it to Jeep.
3: Oh, yeah, Jeep's involved Oh, you want to
1: get Jeep involved? I bet they're involved, yeah. but I'll be happy to. We're there I'll all the t- I are mean, there all the time, so oh, they, I'll send yeah. it to Jeep. And that way, Jeep could get their little two feet. In. And I'll send it to Ford.
3: Yeah, they we definitely the need that. Yeah. Okay. have
1: yeah, my um, email address.
3: Yeah. Just, yeah, just, I got just
1: make you. a note.
4: I just I need to I need to put together yeah, yeah, a yeah. nice a
1: package for you. Gotcha. So that it right. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, again, that's sometimes that's the key.
3: If you've never made it out there, you should. You've, I've been there. It's been I've I've not I've been well there. I have not been there. Well, your, it has been a dream. That's of your mine. pilgrimage. Oh yeah, so it is. Well, yeah.
1: the biggest problem you're going to have is deciding which trail you want to take.
3: oh My biggest problem is <laughs> figuring out if my season's over or not after my MRI tomorrow.
1: But, uh, yeah, but I think positive. It
4: take,
3: I'm thinking positive. I'm I like, drove French, there in one
4: French day. Brazil? We I went mountain biking there, and the guy I, I who drove with me, he drove like a maniac. He was speeding. He had right. radar detectors running. We were going eighty, ninety the whole, and I, it was a long day. I hate riding with people like that. It was a like it took all. It was like a twelve-hour drive. No, so, so you plan a two-day for normal people, or a day and a half. Yeah. Of driving, or
1: if you really want to do it right, you know, you get a get a hotel. Oh, of course. You know,
4: like you, you drive. I don't know halfway, how far to somewhere. Get, get, a, get hotel, a hotel.
1: Drive the other half. Get a hotel. They, play 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 all day play 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 all day spend the night get up the next day uh-huh. go home stay in a hotel and then go home there's, yeah. there's a lot of routes there you can you can Trail Hero
3: just happened the next one after this one which is the next big one out there that I'm aware of is um Easter Jeep Safari so oh. It'll be the end and of the season. You certainly
4: don't need to go with a group. You no. get the the map and or the guidebook, and you choose some routes, and you go out there and you
1: drive them. Well, what you want okay. to do too, or, or ride them, or just hook up with one of these groups that do tours.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Call Rick Moore. He'll he'll lead and you around. And then just say, find out. You know, you can, I mean, they'll be and on help and everybody who's got the best, who doesn't. Yeah. And then just contact them and say, hey, I'm co-host well, my, my
3: understanding is that's Ooh. one of the things that's under attack right now is the rental agencies out at moab right. they um, the community out there is trying to stop them from being able to rent well because um,
1: there's so many of them yeah but right. then again there's so many people that and, go out there and do it
4: and and i don't know how the the renters the people who are renting them are if they're behaving properly and that's another problem that, and see and what you going do going with with the training we're talking about in california maybe that needs to take well, place
1: over there you can always go to a, a a rental company and train somebody in their facility to do training and yeah. it, and and for people that are newbies and you're and it's a it's a lead follow mentality yeah it's not it's not like a three-day course it's you know it's maybe an hour with videos and drawings and say, you know, when we're doing lead follow, you to hear things that you got, you don't be going off trail, you stay on. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things. And you can, you know, you can sell that package to a rental company. Yeah. And have a monthly income.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That'd
1: be- you know, I'm not going to leave this alone.
3: No, I know. I a hundred percent feel it.
1: Yeah. And, um, wait, wait till hubby here. Off-road adventures. <laughs> <laughs> off-road adventure training.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I, it's needed. It AM is, it's been talked about for so long. Something has to happen. The industry has to change. There's been such an influx of newbies into the industry that it, something has to give. I've never seen
4: so many new people crash into this this thing off-roading. Oh, it's as crazy. I, as I've been doing it since
1: the 70s. You, you think never the, boating, seen... the boating industry is having the same problem? Are Amorst. Really? A-M-O-R-S-C.
2: Amorced. Wow. AM Can we do
1: better than that? Audrey <laughs> Mason, <automation laughs> off-road safety training. Amorced. Right. Yeah. Have you been amorced? Uh, <laughs> you need to be amorced.
4: Well, Audrey, if you want to take a time and uh, sit down and try to sketch out an outline of, of maybe what
1: could be done, yeah, we, we could schedule that. Amorced, brought to you by S T O R C. Ooh. Maybe. Dude, you leave me alone for more than five minutes. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by K&J Termite and Pest Control. If you have issues with pests or bugs then this is the time to get that family over to your house and let them check out what's going on. Forty-five years' experience. They'll come in, they'll assess your situation, and give you a program. Uh, 619-441-7378. 619-441-7378. And didn't we get a new sponsor? A restaurant. Yeah, that's or so? the
3: old one that uh, you didn't the use. Old the old printed one. Yeah. So we have the Wise Ox, which is a butcher shop in North Park and La Costa. Oh, the right. Wise Ox Pantry um, I'm has to Go there. Oh, it looks really good. So they have a deli, um, uh, fresh meat available for you, and but it's a, a restaurant. Real shop. And it's a real butcher shop. Um, and I wanna, I'm going to go I'm, Monday. So like you want the, the Wise proper... Ox.
1: Wise Ox.
3: Yes, the Wise Ox. Yeah, if you just Google
1: it, I did it, and I found it. And if I can find it, anybody can find it. Okay. Yes, it
3: because,
2: is. Because,
1: yeah, it's, it sounds to me, you know, it's family-owned and operated.
2: Yeah. Right? Yep.
1: Beef, pork, and chicken,
4: like free-range yep. chicken, or, and yeah, like the properly fed beef. I forget the exact term for it. And Good. properly slaughtered and properly aged. Like, they really are connoisseurs of, of Meat. meat.
3: Oh, I'm very excited. So, yeah, they're at
1: 2855 Elcombe Boulevard in San Diego. They're open right now. They close what? at 5. Yeah.
4: I think they make sandwiches also.
1: They do they do it all. I mean, they I make, like sandwiches. Well. I do. not oh, you, say. Dave? Oh, I do. They do sandwiches. Uh, which is really good. There's one in La Costa and one in North Park. I ain't going to La Costa. It's too far. Uh but pin. they have a Thanksgiving turkey that you could order. Oh, I mean, yeah.
4: Can we put it, wrap it in a foil and put it in with the hot coals and bury it in the desert?
3: Deep pit it. I've do never it. done that. You My haven't? Whole we life. did that last year. I've never year. done it. Really?
1: Well, you can yeah. do that
4: if you're don't know. so inclined. You know what we did? We cut, a, cut one up and put it on the barbecue. It took like 20 minutes. It's just, you know, very young men out there not really known. Oh, let's barbecue it like chicken. Okay. Well,
1: they are driving me crazy. says, so order for pickup. I don't want to order for pickup. They won't let me out of it. You piece <laughs>
3: of That's <out>. hilarious. are <laughs> stuck. So, Oceano Dunes, SVRA, was uh, in the light right now. There was an yeah. air pollution control district meeting on Friday. Um, and friends of Oceano Dunes.
4: Uh, so, let's back up a little and just tell everybody. Oceano Dunes is an off-road place on the beach in Central California. Used to be called Pismo Beach. Only beach in the state you can drive around on
2: with only an off road
4: vehicle, with, with a motorized vehicle. You can only beach, you can camp on the beach in the state. And it's been an off road park formally since the 1970s. Yes. Sometime, I think, late 70s. And it's been informally used since cars were invented. I think we have a picture of a 1909 or 1913, like a Model T where they cut it up. All it was was a frame, tires, and engine, and one dude sitting there out in the wide feet. open, driving around <laughs> on the sand.
1: It's <laughs> a really great so picture. Cool. You've seen that picture, yeah. okay, So I have to interrupt. Breakfast sandwich: American cheese, sausage, fried egg, hot honey, iceberg, Duke's mayo on a some kind of bun, and they have a peppered turkey, uh, smoked bologna. smoked bologna. Oh my god! I have to wait. That's not Oscar Meyer, right? That's American real American cheese, mayo, mustard on a trg bun what's a trg i'm
4: willing to give it a chance
1: Billy i have no cheese, idea. double cheeseburger roast beef dried age burgers
3: mm, sounds delicious beef
1: fat fries house smoked bacon okay i'm done we should have a post show oh well, you'll be
4: here but well maybe we should bring some back and- Watch it. hello <laughs> it's not like you can't We've- drive by there We'll eat it during the show and we'll be yeah. smacking, and smacking and all that. So like, we we're talking about Oceana Dunes. Yeah. So there people have been trying to get it closed for a long time. I, I think for 20 something years, Friends of Oceana Dunes has been working to protect it and and keep it open. Um, so it's gotten a lot worse in the last couple of years. The uh, California Coastal Commission has it out for the place and they have ordered a closure of the place for off-road vehicles. So there's, there were four lawsuits that were uh, put down, combined into two lawsuits, and those lawsuits are running. In the meantime, other management stuff is going on, like California State Parks is um, working with the Air Pollution Control District, and the meeting Audrey's talking about was the Air Pollution Control District was last week, and they, they had a meeting, and even if the lawsuits win, then the air pollution people will still have to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. If the lawsuits lose, then everything closes. And so it's sort of a lot of moving parts going on right now. And um, so there's an agreement between state parks and the air pollution people. And it's referred to as the stipulated order of abatement, the SOA. And so that, agreement is to reduce the amount of dust coming out of the off-road area and going east into the houses and the private property and stuff and that's been the contention is the people that live downwind of the park and by the way the wind blows like crazy there it's a windy place the wind blows from the ocean to the land it okay blows but it doesn't hard.
1: blow real hard it's it's a light wind it's a hard blowing wind <laughs> you want you want windmills you want windmills. You, keep yeah, talking like have men, you thing, can't have them in state parks. They knock
3: down the 600 eucalyptus trees so that they can yeah, have a right. better view. But, you so know, the, the wind power fly, goes yeah. through there. Oh, but wait a minute. Right. The people
1: that knocked those so, trees down do are the ones sand- that want windmills.
3: Yeah, that's true. So how do
4: you get sand dunes a mile away from the ocean? Yeah. Where you get a lot of wind. So that's a good point, Dave. They could put windmills there. And I it's right. a reliable place for windmills. The problem is state parks has other rules about that stuff. You, as green as windmills are they don't They're like to have not re- green renewable energy inter- as you are well yeah only when i've been underwater for 5 <laughs> minutes so the the stipulated order of abatement state parks asked the air pollution control people if they could change the order because they have evidence suggesting that they don't need to clean it they don't need the emissions of, from the wind to come down as far as was thought right so they there was an agreement that they would reduce the particulate blowing off of the park by 50%. And so state parks asked the air pollution people if they could lower it to 40.7. That's what I saw. Or you said 40.8. 40.8%. So almost 10% less. Yeah. And the air pollution people agreed to it. That's really amazing. Mm-hmm. So that what, what that means is they don't have to like should the loss, one of the lawsuits win and we can keep the park open, that we don't have to close as much land off-roading to reduce the dust as much.
3: Put up so many more orange fences. Is so there's orange to do. fences and yeah. they
4: close places and they plant stuff that lives on the dunes to kind of hold the ground down. Yeah. So they want to do a bunch of stuff to prevent this the dust from blowing. They made the agreement and were happy about it. It's a very small win. It's definitely a win. It's not a win in the big sense, but it's a step in the right direction for off-roaders. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that.
3: Well, my, my take is they want to use this for the next two years, right? They want to gather the data for the next two years. The California Coastal Commission wanted to close it in two years. So I think that the Air Pollution Control District is going to gather this data for the next two years and then My assumption is the California Coastal Commission is going to use the data for their gain and our loss, which that's what they've been doing this entire time. So... I, will, I would love them to have, you know, the third party, you know, like UCSD or, you know, Scripps, Scripps. School of Oceanography and oh, a, one of our know? specialty scientists, oh, wait, you
4: know,
3: world-renowned scientists to have a third-party monitoring station to monitor the data so that we can, you know, have the same lawsuit running that is currently running. And I'm and- nodding my head, yes. <laughs>
4: Audrey, you can't see me, but I'm like, yes, Audrey's right on, on on point there
3: there's, because one of the current lawsuits that's going says that uh basically they um
4: well there, there's really two there's the sequa and the coastal commission one that are put together and then there's the quiet title lawsuit
3: and there's the other lawsuit too going i believe right for oh my gosh this is where my and we have like a one minute left too um
4: well, there were four, but one was the Coastal Commission, and then there were two separate Sequa and CEQA is California Environmental Quality Act. That's the California uh, environmental rules for how you you do stuff on public land. Yeah, and, and private I'm land, I guess. blanking on where I, I was going. Yeah, I am not City sure, meds. but but don't worry. So there's these lawsuits running, and I think the lawsuits are going to be heard early 2023. And I think they're going to go before the judge and all the parties are going to sit in the courtroom and the judges are going to let the people come, the the parties go up to the bench and say, this is how we feel. You know, it should be open. It should be closed. And then the judge is going to make a ruling and we're going to know more in, I don't know, three or four months. So I'm kind of excited and I'm kind of nervous and scared. So we'll see how that goes. It's um, going to be huge. Going to be huge.
3: Yeah. So become a member of Friends of Oceano Dunes yep. support Friends of Oceano Dunes and mm-hmm. their current 18 lawsuits oh. that are running. Oh, is that um, many? Yes, there's yeah. currently 18 They've lawsuits got some that they have going funny on.
4: Funny ones, like a Freedom of Information Act request that they didn't get it and so they're going like you have to give them the information in a short amount of time. They don't give it to them then you take them to court. So yeah. you got right. some of those running.
1: All right folks, All right. hey, make sure you join uh, storc.org. Help save the desert and make sure you mark your calendar for the Lost Lizard Run. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. The program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about S.D.O.R.C. and how you can get involved, visit S.D.O.R.C. dot org. That's sdorc.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego.
1: This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network.